Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And I have a creepy one for everybody today. We all know how much Lindsay just loves dolls. <laughs> right. They're my fave. Yeah. So this one I feel like was just kind of a meant to be story. So we were actually, we do these weekly Zoom meetings with our friends and we have, you know, cocktails and we kind of talk and pretend like we're hanging out for a little while. And uh, one of their daughters, Harper, who is actually Lindsay's goddaughter. Harper, you know who you are. How are you? Thanks for yeah. listening. She mentioned Robert the doll and everybody else was like, what is Robert the doll? And I was like, oh my gosh, how on earth do you guys not know about Robert the doll? I and still don't really know much about Robert the doll. Yeah, I was just asking you before we started recording how much you know, and you clearly know nothing. So this will be kind of interesting. Um, the other thing that inspired it, so she mentioned that, and then we had a listener actually write to us about her own experience with Robert the Doll, and we're going to read that story a little bit later on in this program. But it's just such a cool story. I've been fascinated by Robert the Doll for years. I, I've seen numerous TV shows on it, so I am really excited about this one. This is your haunted holiday with Robert the Doll at the Fort East Mortello Museum in Key West, Florida. All right. Welcome back. This is Lindsay. I do want to quickly make note that our Facebook live session with Hillbilly Horror Stories, uh, the hosts of Hillbilly Horror Stories and us are going to be doing a Facebook live session this coming Saturday. It's May 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So please mark your calendars. It's going to be a fun Facebook event. We need all of you guys to join and ask us questions. If you have any outstanding questions about could be just about anything let us know please log in show your support we're kind of nervous we've never done anything like this before but it should be super fun we're excited to hear from you yeah and we'll post an update beforehand on our Facebook account so you don't necessarily even have to like the show on Facebook but if you find it that's how you're gonna be able to find this live show so we're excited about that absolutely you can find our Facebook page too if you need it in order to watch the live broadcast through yourhauntedholiday.com. we have it linked there so feel free to to go check it out and please join us on Saturday all right Lindsay you ready to learn about Robert the doll I am I'm so curious <laughs> I, I I read a listener story uh, that we're going to read later in the show, but outside of that, I really do not know anything about this. Yeah, it's, it is fascinating. I've seen numerous programs on it. So this doll, Lindsay, just for your own information, this is what Child's Play, Chucky, was actually based on. Really? Oh my goodness. Yes. Now, granted, Robert the Doll is not out there like stabbing people or, you know, as far as we know, right? <laughs> but like, it's roughly based on this doll. It's actually probably considered the most haunted object in all of the world. You know, that's probably debatable. There's probably other ones, but this is probably the most known haunted yeah. object. That's so interesting. More than like an Annabelle or... I mean, Annabelle's the other one that kind of comes to mind, right? That That's also considered very haunted. But she has a movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, Robert has a whole series of Child's Play, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. 
All right. So this story goes all the way back to 1906. And this doll was given as a gift by a servant to a four-year-old boy named Robert Eugene Otto. And this doll is, just looking at it, it's kind of creepy. It's like three feet tall. So it's like a small child size. Wow. It was probably close to the height of this little kid, okay? Mm -hmm. And this doll is wearing a sailor's outfit and then kind of holding its own little stuffed animal of like a stuffed lion. Okay. Now, it was given as a gift, but let's give some backstory as to why they think this doll might be cursed. So on this property where they lived in Key West, Florida, Uh, They had several servants in the home and supposedly the mother of Robert Eugene Otto was a little bit cruel at times to the servants and supposedly she actually found some of the servants doing like black magic or voodoo something like that supposedly like who knows she could have misinterpreted it and been like what are you guys doing. And then she fired several people well as a parting gift to the son. One of these servants that was fired actually gave him this doll that supposedly she made herself. And the speculation is, is as a act of revenge for being fired from this cruel lady, that she actually cursed the doll and put like a demon in it or something with like voodoo or black magic, something. I did read in a couple places that supposedly some of the doll is made with human blood and hair which i could not validate that like i feel like that's probably just like you know legend that's like gone a little too far out there on the internet but i don't know gotta be legend gotta be but i mean they need to test this i agree let's get the dna lab out right so Eugene or Robert Eugenato, this four-year-old kid, he actually went by the name of Gene. So he went by his middle name and decided to name the doll after himself. So he decided to name the doll Robert. Well, Gene became quickly obsessed with this doll and took it everywhere with him, would have full-length conversations with the doll. Ugh even like sit it at the dining room table when they were having dinner and kind of treat it as a member of the family and pretend to feed it and like all that kind of stuff and the family at this point like thought this is totally normal like this is four-year-old boy behavior with this you know Mm -hmm. toy that he thought was you know kind of cool he liked it right well I don't know I think I know the context around the fact that the doll's haunted, so it makes it terrifying, but I don't know. Kids do have, you know, they play with dolls. Well, here's my question. If you fire somebody because you think they're doing like black magic or something, right? Would you really accept a gift of a creepy doll for I your don't child? Know. I mean, did, did, did the parents really know that that's where it came from though? Who knows? That's all part of the legend, though. We do know that this doll was given to this child in 1906, and he was four years old. He was obsessed with it, all this stuff. That part of the story is, you know, legitimate. It's all been validated. It's kind of where the the doll came from is where it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, a little wishy-washy what you'll find. But most accounts do say it came from this servant. Mm-hmm. 
This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So the parents at this point think everything's normal. They just think this little kid really likes this toy. And then things started getting a little bit weirder than just your average child's toy. So the, one of the first things that they noticed was, you know, Jean would be in the other room playing with this doll and Jean would regularly, you know, have full length conversations with this doll, you know, like a lot of kids would, you know, kind of playing you know, that kind of thing. But then they started hearing like this deep voice no. coming from the other room. Yes. Ugh, and demon. at first they thought it was just kind of like Jean making up voices, you know, but then they were like, that's a really deep voice. Like how on earth would this kid even make that noise? And so that really started to like creep them out a little bit. And then in the middle of the night sometimes, and Gene would actually sleep with the doll in his bed. In the middle of the night, Gene would wake up screaming. The parents would run down the stairs only to find, you know, Gene is still in the bed. The doll is now in the corner of the room and all this furniture has been like thrown all over the place. What? Yeah. And... Gene, what he would always say when something like this happened to his parents would be Robert did it. Because of course they thought, why would you throw all this stuff around your room? Like you're not going to think a doll is doing that. But he would right. always say, Robert did it and blame it on the doll. I mean, maybe this is true. And that's actually, you know, a famous saying that's still quoted on the walls in the museum where they have the doll today. Mm -hmm. It has... Robert did it. I think you can even buy a t-shirt that says, you know, Robert did it. It's a pretty famous saying because every time anything happened, that's what he would do. He would blame it on the doll. And one thing that happened in particular is they would find other toys of jeans, like mutilated, like torn up, like shredded. And he would always say, Robert did it. Interesting. I'm torn on whether or not he did it. I, you know, if you just hear that, I would be too, right? Because you could say, well, I mean, maybe it was the little kid just making, you know, scary sounds or something mm -hmm. like that as the voice, right? However, 
The parents also claimed that they saw this doll actually moving and giggling, like making ah! creepy giggling noises. <laughs> that is some scary stuff. That's some poltergeist, like clown under the bed type stuff right there. That's the scariest scene of that entire Terrifying. Movie. No yes. kidding. But yeah, the giggling, I knew that was going to scare you. I need to look up a picture of this Robert the doll right now. I need to visualize this. Yeah, pull up a picture really quick. Yeah, no. That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) And it's three feet tall. And it's walking. It's like moving around. And giggling. And no. Nope. Yep. So not only did the parents see this and the members of the household, but supposedly neighbors also saw this. So neighbors, they would kind of, sometimes he would be placed in the window and the neighbors would claim through that window, they could see Robert the doll like moving around on his own. It kind of became like a neighborhood thing. Like everybody was creeped out by this doll, like looking out the window and moving around. And the parents didn't immediately get rid of this doll. What are they thinking? (laughs) What are they thinking? The doll is moving. It's laughing. Uh Uh-uh. That's the end. I mean, for me, that doll gets gone to a dumpster. It doesn't even get gone to a dumpster. It gets burned. Like, oh, it does get burned. You, I, no, no, not in real life, but I would personally burn it. I don't know that I'd put the energy into burning it. But there was one last straw because the family did eventually decide to do something, but they actually would find Jean huddled in like the corner of a room sometimes screaming and then the doll standing over him like looking down on this kid and they still haven't gotten rid of it (laughs) unbelievable right i mean they probably just thought they were like going nuts but then at this point they said you know what like we've had enough of this doll so they decided to like lock it up in a chest and put it into the attic and so at that point like Apparently, they could still hear, like, giggles and stuff coming from the attic. But it was at least, like, locked away and Jean was not allowed to play with the toy anymore. So, at this point, this doll has been locked in this attic for years and years and years. Well, eventually, Jean's parents pass away. Jean is now an adult. He's actually a thriving artist. He gets married and he inherits this old home where... Robert the doll is in the attic. So him and his wife, Anne, move back in, and Jean almost immediately decides, I'm going to go get that doll from the attic, right? Like, I've, you know, I've always liked that doll, and it's been locked away for so many years. And Jean, again, as an adult, becomes obsessed with this doll. Mm. And he starts having full-length conversations with it again. He actually would put it in their bedroom in a chair like looking at the bed and his wife was like super creeped out like his wife Anne was like this is the worst like she never liked this doll get the divorce papers ready yeah that would be a deal breaker that's what I would call a deal breaker it's very ring like right it's like he's obsessed with it there's something drawing him to it even though it has brought bad things to him still drawn to it for some reason it's interesting yeah it's super creepy so that happens he also because he's an artist 
he um, actually, you know, would paint with it sitting next to him. He'd paint and talk to this doll all the time. In fact, the house itself became pretty famous. It's, it's known as the artist house, even today. And a lot of times, Gene would, like, put it propped up in the window in the attic. And when kids would, like, ride by on their bicycles, they'd always be like, don't look at the doll. And, like, the whole neighborhood was just terrified of this doll. Because not only was it creepy, but supposedly people claim that they would see it moving around up there by itself. Man, that's scary. It is scary. But here's what's even scarier, because it seemed to actually impact Gene's personality when he took this doll back out. Because not only did he do all these creepy things, like set it next to their bed, like that's creepy enough, right? But he would go through these crazy mood swings, right? It was almost like... Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Like Mm -hmm. he would be totally normal, never had any issues. And then all of a sudden, like just go into this rage. And uh, supposedly he would actually sometimes become physically abusive to his wife during these mood swings. And he would never, or claim at least, to not remember what he did when he would kind of like snap out of it. Mm -hmm. And guess what he would say, Lindsay? Robert did it. Robert did it is what he would always blame these mood swings on. So either there's like a demon in this doll or this guy has like the worst excuse ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Or he's just a a terrible person, but hard to say. Hard to say. So at some point in 1974, Jean passes away. Anne has the house and decides she's going to lease it and move somewhere else. And she actually put a clause in the lease that Robert the doll should be the sole occupant of the attic, which is a very weird thing to Very in a lease. Right. So she told the family, like, nobody else should be going up there. Like, Robert, that's Robert the doll's territory, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she must have been a believer to some degree. Oh, definitely. She must have. Yeah, if she's putting that kind of thing in there. Because, you know, the logical side of me says that this guy is really a bad person, right? He's beating his wife and he's blaming these bad things on the doll. That's the logical side of me. But on the other hand, you have these witness accounts of this doll moving and his personality changing and these things. So, and I'm a believer in ghosts, so you just never know. I'm torn. Yeah, you never know. And in fact, the activity for the next family actually continued. So this doll was in the attic. And at some point, they had a little girl that was like 10 years old living there. And she, you know, found the doll, also became obsessed with the doll. Similar things would start to happen where she would blame the doll for, you know, furniture being, you know, thrown around kind of thing. But that family also claims that they would hear footsteps in the attic and giggling so not just one family it seemed to impact the next and at this point that family was like okay we've had enough of this thing and they decided to donate it to the fort east martello museum in key west florida which is where it resides today and you know the reason that like why would a museum take a doll because this museum is not like creepy doll museum like Mm -hmm. it's a normal museum that has a bunch of different things from Key West and that kind of stuff but it became famous because people would see it through that window and the stories had really followed this doll for being cursed over the years
All right, so this doll is now in this museum. And I will say, like, there seems to be, you know, if you watch all these videos on it online, it is everywhere online, by the way. There is a lot of haunted activity that seems to take place in this museum, and they really think it got brought on when Robert the doll was sent there. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of employees that say, there is a lot of activity, not even just the doll being creepy and like moving around and stuff, but like stuff happening throughout the museum as a result of the spirit. Mm. Now, one of the things that it is most known for is if you go to this museum and you take a photo of Robert the doll, you must ask for permission. If you do not ask for permission, it is said that you will be cursed with bad luck and what's I mean that's creepy in its own right right like I don't mess with curses right like I'm I the type either. of person that's like okay I'm gonna ask for permission before I take this photo right there are a lot of people that try to like they don't realize or they're just trying to mess with it to be like yeah right I'm gonna snap my photo mm -hmm. and there are literally apology letters like all, that are sent to Robert the doll on a regular basis for people that say I'm so sorry Robert that I snapped this photo of you I didn't have any ill intent can you please release me from this curse so some of the things that people have had happen like they've had people that have pretty minor things happen that are just like weird bad luck mm -hmm. but then they have like some major things happen that like people really think this doll has significantly impacted their lives including severe car accidents oh my like gosh. people dying type of things there was one letter that i had read where this woman's you know flight got canceled there was a hurricane they went back home and then there was lightning struck her house like four Jeez. times like <laughs> like ruining all these all the tvs in her home all the electronics like and she wow. wrote in like please like because it wouldn't stop it was just like bad luck after bad luck after bad luck and then also like heart attacks happening so not only impacting you but like members of your extended family mm -hmm. so whether you believe in the curse or not like personally like i'm i'm not messing with it i'm gonna ask for permission i'd be scared to even to go in there to be quite honest with you really well i mean if it's a demon or something yeah i agree i'd totally go into that museum though yeah i think i would too but it would still creep me out for real like even researching this story I had to pull up all these pictures of like, you know, all these articles where pictures of Robert the doll is. And in the comment section of almost every page I was on, there were people apologizing just for looking at his photo. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to write a comment that I'm gonna apologize for looking at his photo? Like I did not snap a photo of this. There was one really funny YouTube video, and I will try to post this to our um, website, yourhauntedholiday.com, in the episode section for you guys to look at. It's kind of long, and he does like a whole, basically like a whole tour of this museum place, but it's like him and a couple of his friends, and they're both YouTubers, and they kind of have like the run of this place, like nobody else is there. And this guy had obviously been there numerous times before, and he takes this curse very seriously the guy that's doing the video okay okay and then he has his other youtuber friends that are there with them who are not taking this curse seriously at all right so like mm -hmm. 
they're doing all kinds of like they're taking all kinds of pictures without asking for permission but then his friends bring out like a ouija board and this guy by the way is like oh, freaking no. out he's like guys don't mess with this like this is serious blah 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 so his friends bring out a ouija board and they start asking questions and like the first one was like is robert the doll here with us and it said yes and they already Ugh. they're like they're freaking out because they're like of course oh it God. said yes of course it did right they're like i'm not moving it bro i swear i'm not moving it so then i'm living this i don't even need to watch the video i'm living this with your descriptions i'm giving you the good parts and then all of a sudden um they say do we have permission to post this to youtube and it goes to no and then they go, what happens if, you know, we do post it to YouTube anyway? Mm -hmm. And it spelled out death. No. Yes. And the guys like freaked out. So these guys with this Ouija board, it was just a funny video. I'll try to post the link to our episode section. But yeah, the, it appeared that Robert the doll might actually be messing with this Ouija board. Maybe, right? I mean, that's explainable from a YouTube video perspective. But also some a couple other creepy things happened while they were there. Like right during the Ouija board thing happening, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they look over and there's like this rocking bassinet is how I would describe it. And it started rocking on its own. Ugh. And then uh, a little earlier in the video, a piano played on its own, like a few really? keys. Yeah, so, so I thought that was interesting. Did any of those guys die? That's what I couldn't find out. Like I, I was like kind of like starting to follow it a little bit. Like what happened? Because the guy who was doing the video was very concerned. He's like, we need to watch him. He might be in trouble, you know. So we talked about how you could be cursed by not asking permission to take a photo. And like I said at the top of the show, we did have a listener who actually went there and has an excellent Robert the Doll story. Granted, it's no lightning strikes or car accidents, but I think it's pretty indicative of what a lot of people report. Yes. So we got an email from Faith Huffmaster. Thank you so much for listening. Sounds like she's been listening for a while and she enjoys the show. So she sent us her Robert the Doll experience. So she says, I've been to Key West many times and go on the ghost tours every time I go. Robert the Doll is one of the many attractions there. For my senior trip, my family and I went and visited Robert while on a ghost tour. The guide told us at the beginning of the tour that we had to ask Robert for permission to take his picture and we had to also compliment him and tell him that he was a handsome boy. If we didn't do those things, he would do petty things. So petty, that's interesting. He would do petty things towards us as revenge. We were to never treat him as if he were just a doll. Well, I decided not to take a picture, but my brother, my mom, my dad, and my friend all did. Everyone asked him for his permission, except my dad. So my dad had always been this tough kind of man, a man's man, if you will. So of course he didn't ask, but we had no idea he didn't ask until all of our things started to go missing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the first thing to go missing was something as simple as garlic salt. So petty, obviously, that we had bought at the store for our steaks. Everyone saw my mom ring it up and put it in the bag with her condiments. But as soon as we got back to the beach house, it was nowhere to be found. We looked everywhere. Mom said it was Robert's fault because dad never asked to take his picture. But I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. 
So the next day, me and my best friend bought these delicious French macaroons, and we decided to save them after eating a couple. They were pricey, so we wanted them to last. So the next morning, we were looking forward to eating our macaroons that we kept in our room so no one would eat them. Well, I go to open the box, and they were empty. So I asked my friend, and I say, did you eat the last of those macaroons? And, and not share? What the heck? And so she says, no, I thought you did. So then I go and threaten my brother and ask him if he ate them. And he tells us he did not. He will be straight up honest and tell us if he eats something of ours. So I knew that he wasn't lying. And then lastly, we chartered a ferry to the Dry Tortugas, which has an old military fort. And it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. It's beyond words. But anyways, I'm taking pictures with my friend. We're diving in the water, and then we decide to take pictures under the water. We both have new waterproof cases on our phones, and we are being very cautious the whole time. Well, all of a sudden, my phone stops working. I go back to the, to the shore, take it out of the case to see if water got in, and it was dry as a bone. No water was in it or on it. So there I am with a ruined phone. I wasn't mad about it, but I was crying because all at once in a lifetime, my photos were gone, you know, forever. It was so upsetting. So there's my story about bad luck in the keys. Every time we go now, I make sure that everyone asks Robert for his permission before snapping a picture. My dad passed in 2017 on Christmas Eve, and I know that he is probably rolling his eyes at me while I type this, LOL. (laughs) Faith, awesome story. We're sorry to hear about your dad passing, but we really appreciate you reaching out. We enjoyed that. She sent us some other interesting information about some other locations, but this one fits perfectly with this episode. I loved that story because like I said, I've been, you know, interested in this Robert the Doll stuff for years. And so when I saw that story come in, I was like, we have got to tell this because like I said, it's very much like what a lot of people experience. And I would be so pissed about those macaroons that would get right under my skin. The cell phone thing would really get me, but I love that the tour guide was like, you know, it's, he'll do petty things, right? Petty, the key word, not death, like these dudes experienced with the uh, Ouija board, but petty things. So you got macaroons, you know, you got garlic salt missing. I mean, the phone is a little bit more pricey, but I mean. Garlic salt is also a critical spice. Component. Yeah. Absolutely. I understand it's necessary, right? But one of my favorite seasonings i just thought it was such a funny story that those (laughs) things (laughs) happened right and her dad had some guts to do that because i'll tell you what i wouldn't because most of the time it is petty but there are there are a lot of people out there that claim that he has had a major impact on their lives and they attribute it to this doll the other thing i'm going to talk about just really quick is you know some so obviously you need to ask for permission that's the big thing so if you decide to go on a haunted holiday here be sure to ask for his permission unless you want your macaroons taken or garlic salt missing or phones or you know whatever to happen but apparently you know just around him like you can feel kind of like a strong dark presence okay one of the creepier stories that i read was there was kind of a local ghost tour guide in key west and he went and this is must have been before he's in a case because he's in a case today you cannot touch him Mm -hmm. but supposedly robert the doll does not like to be touched like there's only like one person that apparently which is creepy in its own right that she's his caretaker and can touch him but um who is the caretaker you got to watch this episode of Ghost Adventures Artifacts. It's <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Okay, go watch that. That's a whole other ordeal. Okay. 
But anyways, so, you know, he went to go take the hat off, the sailor hat off of Robert the doll. And he said the second he did that, that he could see, like, life breathe into Robert the doll's eyes. And, like, his expression kind of changed. Like, he was pissed. And then he put the hat... And then he tried to take a photo, because that's what he was trying to do. Mm -hmm. But his camera stopped working. And then he put the hat back on Robert... And then all of a sudden, his camera was working again. Wow. So just creepy. Is that guy still alive? (laughs) I believe so. I believe so, but I don't know for sure. So if you want to go see that, this is one of the most beautiful locations. This is in a museum that is literally, it's right on the ocean. So if you're going to Key West, Florida... This is one of those stops that I really think you have to do. The museum name, again, is the Fort East Martello Museum. So I think it is a definite stop for everybody to take. Absolutely. Lisa and I love a beach. So if we ever head down to Key West, we will certainly be making a stop at that museum. Yeah, and it's actually a very reasonable cost, right? So, you know, it's if you want to cheap your haunted holiday too, this is probably a good place to go because it's only $12 to enter the museum for adults. Um, children, it's $5. So a very good deal. Not bad. So go to the museum. Then afterwards, get yourself some margaritas. Go lay on the beach for the day. Sounds exactly. perfect. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Before we leave, one thing that we've been trying to do is to raise money for families impacted by this COVID-19 crisis. So although we're stuck, you know, we can't really do a whole lot of traveling right now. There's a lot of people out there that are really negatively impacted that have lost their jobs. They're needing to use food banks that have never, ever had to use them before. And so if you're able to do so, We actually have started a a campaign with this group called Feeding America. It's a really good charity. All of their proceeds go to different food banks all around the country. And if you go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com, there's actually a link there. If you scroll down on the front page, it says help YHH with our Feeding America campaign. And there's a link where you can go and you can pledge money. Any little bit counts. You don't need to donate a whole lot of money, but if we can get a lot of our listeners that are able to to donate just a few bucks here and there I think we can actually get close to our goal which is like I'd love to hit just a thousand dollars would be super exciting for us Um, so we're just looking for a way to give back in these times so please go to our website find our Feeding America campaign and make a small donation if you can and it makes a huge difference I donated a hundred dollars and they told me at the end that that is enough to make a thousand meals imagine what an impact a thousand meals is absolutely and and one of the better things you can do right now from what I'm hearing for food banks is to actually donate money because it gives them the ability to go buy the things that they need for their food bank that they maybe haven't received a lot of donations on and to buy like the perishable stuff so Please go. I've posted something on Facebook with the link to our campaign. And then it's also right there on our website, too. All right. So we also uh, have received more reviews this week. So thank you, guys. Thank you. We love them. We love reading them. If you do like the show, please rate us five stars and make sure to subscribe to our channel. We, we read the reviews and we appreciate them all. Um, we also have Facebook page, Twitter instagram youtube page go subscribe to that if you want more information on our show and you can find us at yourhauntedholiday.com thank you everybody and stay safe